All right, welcome in to another episode of the Greatest People You've Never Met podcast. Joining us today from Oceanside, Omaha, Nebraska, Mr. Dalton McQueen. Dalton, what's going on, brother? What's up, brother? How are we doing? Good. How are you? Happy uh, at the time of this recording. It's Masters Thursday. Um, we enjoyed a little Masters time earlier. Uh, so far, your thoughts on the 2023 Masters? Yeah, I mean, we had a great little afternoon. Boys mm-hmm. hopped on, played a little uh, PGA ourselves, which was uh, good. You and I are terrible. We are not uh, good. But we have a good time. Um, thoughts on the Masters um, from a uh, new-to-golf guy's perspective is just special. It's yeah. just special. I'm big into um, appreciating the mechanics of any sport, and golf's got, I mean, so many so many mechanics sports science stuff so it's great it's great it, overall thoughts it's great all right is dalton the kind of golfer that thinks he should be good at golf and gets pissed when he's not good uh no first of all dalton is no kind of golfer oh okay and especially especially not that type of that type of golfer i mean i've golfed maybe twice in the past three years wow and that's a maybe. Yeah, just never go. I go in the summer, maybe once a summer when we're on vacation up in Minnesota, and that's about it. Yeah, we're going to have to pump them numbers up. Not that I golf a ton either, but um, we're going to have to get the boys together. So uh, really bounced around an intro there at all. Uh, so uh, this is Cod Squad episode 66. You've now met them all. Uh was hoping to do this in person. Uh, but like I said, I had somebody bail on me last minute and I was like, Hey Dalt, let's just slide you into now. He's like, okay, sounds good. Um, so introduce yourself to the world, Dalt. Who is Dalt McQueen? Cause in all reality, I don't really know him much either. Right. Well, first of all, thanks for saying the best for last. Yeah. I'll sneak that cheesy pun in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Dalt McQueen born and raised in Sheldon, Iowa. Some of your listeners will probably know where Sheldon is. Um, just down south from where you're from a little ways, Northwest Iowa. Um, let's see. Now I'm currently a teacher, but not for long. This is my last year teaching, uh, pivoting careers a little bit, have been a coach for, uh, gosh, just about eight years now, um, of football. One of my passions there, but I'm pivoting from that too, for the time being. So a lot of changes coming up, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I met met you sort of during COVID, a lot like, uh, well, not like a lot, a lot like Ryan. Yeah, I guess um, through through video games and literally have talked probably every single day since since COVID. So for sure, uh, shout out COVID brought some really good people into my life. Super happy for yeah. it. Uh, we, that was a great deal. Oh, it was so much fun. Um, it was. If we needed another 15 days to slow the curve, I wouldn't be against it. Right. There's got to be a curve we need flattening somewhere. There's yeah. There's got to be. Uh, so I would be uh, all in on that. Uh, yes. So we met officially for the first time in person last summer. Had a good time. Was not, again, get yourself some internet friends because it's not weird. Um but uh, we had a good time. You and Mezzy brought the ladies and Tom. We were all out on the boat and... 
almost sank her on West Okaboji there um, for a second. That was a little tough, a little scary moment, but we made it through. We we survived. Uh, let's see. So, uh, let's start with the teaching. Oh, did we freeze you? We dipped the nose. You there? Yep. It says my internet oh. connection's unstable. Jake, we got too much internet going. We'll we'll pause we'll pause this. We'll back it up. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. It just like went crazy. Mm, uh, okay. All right. Sorry, a little technical difficulties there. So that's gonna sound pretty choppy. Um. So just talking about the uh, first time we met in person. Uh, we had a good time uh, in Okaboji and. Um, yeah, man, it was, I know Mez and I talked about it, but it was never, it was never awkward or weird. It was just like every other day talking to each other. Uh, yeah, which is wild. It, it was, I mean, you came rolling in and we were standing on shore. You came rolling in like a phoenix from the yeah. middle of the lake yeah. on, on Chip's new rig. And yeah, that was a blast of a day. It flew by, um, hoping we can get together again this summer because that was awesome. I love the story. I think you told it with Ryan of you just kind of setting your dad up literally on the way in. Hey, uh, we never met these guys, by the way. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just was like, hey, just so you know, these are really good friends of mine, but I've never met them in person. And he was just yeah. like so confuzzled. I just watching him try to wrap his brain around that for a lot of the day was great. Um but it was fun. I mean, it was fun. It was a great day. I uh, can't wait to do it again. Um, what was your, so I like to, I mean, I, I talked about it with Mez too, but it's so funny. I had to look you guys up to figure out what you looked like, right? Because you just, at first we're just hearing voices and you just. And for a long time. Yeah. A long for, time we were just hearing, like I never <laughs> even thought to get you on Snap or, or any of that stuff for a while, like months. Yeah. Um. We were just kind of cool with rocking with the voices, but yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. What did you think I looked like in your head? God, I had no idea. I heard somebody say, I think maybe you said something about Luke Combs. So I was thinking like, is this a Luke Combs looking, looking dude? Oh yeah. I, I really had no idea. Um, which I'm bad with that to begin with. I would have never guessed Justin looks the way he looks or Ty looks the way he looks. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's voice matches Jeff's face, but uh, yeah, I'm bad with matching that uh, already. So no, it's just funny to, I mean, like I did, I, I had to look you guys up on Facebook to figure out what you guys, cause I was like, I, you know, I have no idea what I thought you guys looked like either. But I was. Well, that I, was probably tough because neither of us have Facebook. So no. Yeah, well, yeah, I found I found Shelb, and then I think I found uh, Marty, and so then then there I think I actually found a picture of the four of you at a Iowa game, and I was like, okay, oh, yeah. I put it together real quick. Well, I'll throw it back. What 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 did you have painted in your head? You know, that's such a good question. Um, it's really hard. It wasn't what I thought when I saw your your beautiful beard. Um, it just it, it didn't match at all. But I know a lot of people like they just hear my voice and then when they see my dumb fat face, they're like, Never would have put that together. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's wild. It's uh, wild. No, it was uh good times. What was your I mean, it's just so wild, Dalt, and now we're sitting here talking about it. But playing vids with guys that you've never met, striking up a friendship, 
I mean, it's just it's it's kind of a crazy thing to say out loud, is it not? It really is, and it's yeah. I mean, we're when we're playing vids, we're not talking about vids. I mean, we're talking about everyday life stuff, you know, troubles at work or troubles in life or right. successes. I know when stuff goes well in my life, I'm texting my wife, texting one group of friends and, and texting you guys, you know, to, we're just, uh, we've really gotten that close where we're just amped for each other's success and building each other up when things aren't going our way. So it's pretty sweet. Um, it's a great, great circle. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful for it. Do you ever wish that you didn't like the Iowa Hawkeyes because you're the only one in the group that does? Oh, I love that I love the Iowa Hawkeyes. I was actually just thinking this yesterday because George Kittle was on uh, Pat McAfee. And, I mean, you get a lot of key Hawkeyes that get a lot of solid publicity. And it's just like, wow, what are all these other programs like Minnesota who don't get any limelight ever? Well, uh, what is what is that? They do. <laughs> Uh, why don't you wave to somebody, Dalt? <laughs> oh, oh. That's always my low blow, and it always will be my low blow. Um, and you take, just go there right away. You don't even banter. You just go right. You and Justin both right to the wave. Yeah, I mean, let's be real, all right? This might go south for me real quick, but the premise of the wave, great. Love it. All about it, 100%. Giving back is awesome, especially to kids. Doing it every week, acting like it's the biggest deal in the world, hate it. I hate it so much. I can't tell you how much I hate it. <laughs> I, I understand. If you were I, there, you'd wave. We'll, we'll go and you'll wave. For sure. You know, Absolutely. You'll have a tear in your eye. Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. But it's just one of those things where it's like, man. And then a lot of the reason I don't like Iowa is Iowa fans, right? Probably the same reason you don't like sports teams. But being where we're from especially where I'm at, Southern Minnesota, there's just so many Hawkeyes fans. And I'm like, you know why? Like, you're not from Iowa. That's a big thing I have, like, especially when it comes to, like, college teams. Like, have a little pride, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. I understand, like, not everybody's from there, but have a little pride. Um, Were you embarrassed the way Hawkeyes fans acted after they lost in the Women's National Championship? Absolutely. Absolutely, I was. Okay. I, I, 100%. Um. Yes, okay. for sure. I think any any competitor, any person who's been around sports or even respects or appreciates, like competitors talk trash. That's right. part of the game. Yeah. Like Caitlin Clark talked that talk all season long. Yeah. And then she lost and Angel Reese did it and everybody was up and it's like, come on. I assume that's what you're talking about. Yeah, it is. I, I just, yeah. Seen it. yeah, no, that didn't, I mean, truthfully, that didn't bother me at all. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. And then a couple of days later, Caitlin came out and said all this Caitlin, like I'm best friends with her, okay. uh, you know, first name basis came out and said all this heat, heat on this angel race girl is, you know, out of bounds. She's like, I, I talked it all season. We should be able to do that. That's sports. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, for sure. was embarrassing. Um, to me, yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. So there you go. I'm not, I'm not your stereotypical Hawkeye fan, which Sorry. is why we get along. Yeah, maybe. it is. Now I just, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun rivalry in the Midwest, because uh, it stems over so much other stuff, right? Like the wrestling matchups are big, like volleyball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything is like Iowa, Minnesota. That's a good-hearted rivalry. 
Uh, that's why I sure. like it so much. I did also I did enjoy reading all of the Midwestern white women uh, commenting how how poor sportsmanship LSU had though over the last week and a half. It just made me laugh because it was like this is a hundred percent what I expect out of everybody. Oh yeah, like, yeah. No, it's good. It's good for a ch- it's good for a chuckle, especially yeah. since the people writing that. I mean, that was probably the first game they watched all season. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um. Since you live in Omaha now, um, are you friends with Warren Buffett or no? Uh, yeah. You want his number? That'd be great. If I could get him Actually, on the pod, that'd be kind of life-changing for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's in town this weekend, um, but I'll drop by. Okay. Usually we do a Tuesday evening. So You guys go to Hardee's together? I know he's a big Hardee's guy. Cans. Oh, nice. He switches it up for you. Huh? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. No, um, other than that, so you're not friends with him. Living in Omaha, do you ever get the urge to just stand up and scream, go Big Red? No, dude. You want to talk about a fan base. That's it. That really is it. I mean, truthfully, it's been easy to be in Nebraska since I've lived here. Last year was the first time Nebraska beat Iowa in football since I've lived here, and it's been eight years now. Um, So it's been easy so far. But, yeah, a little nervous about Matt Rule because – He's a real deal. I think he's going to turn that around, so that'll be challenging. But, yeah, that's a that's a fan base that's pretty brutal to be around um, for the most part. How many games in Lincoln have you been to? Ooh. Uh, enough to not remember. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it's, that's a, it's an incredible atmosphere. Don't get, I mean, that it's, it's sweet. They got like a, it's called the rail yard, a big outdoor venue, huge yeah. screen um, type, type area right by the stadium. And yeah, it's sweet, but yeah, the, the Huskers yeah. suck. Um, I've only been one time to Memorial and it was, uh, we played like a zero week game. So I had a bye week, week one actually. Oh, yeah. And so I went down that Labor Day weekend, and uh, they were playing Arkansas State. And they just about lost. Arkansas State was running the bubble screen, and Nebraska had never seen it before, I think. Um, no. It was pretty tough. But I'm sitting in this stadium, and it's cool because it's the, sec- or the third largest city in Nebraska on a game day. It's 93,000 people, so it's behind Lincoln and Omaha, which is pretty sweet. Like... It's there's nobody else in the state. Like you could almost fit everybody your, else. Did you do your state. research there, or do you just you just know that? I just you know your research that. a little bit. That is my football autism. I just know that. Uh, nice. Yeah, but it is a sweet spot. But watching those people, like I watched grown men almost start to cry when they thought they were going to lose to Arkansas State. Oh yeah, no, it's and it's and it's not their fault. I, that's what I tell myself. They they are indoctrinated into it. I mean, every fourth grader in Nebraska, I believe I have this right. Every fourth grader in Nebraska, no matter what part of the state you're in, visits the Capitol during fourth grade during a school day, and then they do the tunnel walk in Memorial Stadium. So right there, you have every single kid in Nebraska in love with with. Uh, Husker football because they're doing the tunnel walk that Nebraska does, and they're sold. They're sold. They're smart. They're doing it right. That's pretty dope, though, to be completely honest. Um, No, it is. They're doing it right. They got it. Yeah, because then everybody does grow up wanting to go to Nebraska, um, which I understand. I mean, but it's not 1998 anymore, right? So 
Let's move and on. Nebraska has no professional teams, no other right. major D1 school. So it's, yeah, that's, that's another reason why they're, their fans are, are fans for yeah. sure. So um, they do have the Omaha beef though. They do have the, Omaha that's true. Beef. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. I should put some respect on the beef. Good yeah. point. Arena football league. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those people are fanatics. Yeah. Um, so the fan fanatics debate can, we will put all of Nebraska Cornhuskers on the fanatics. It's true. Yeah, it's true. They've gone quiet the past few years, but yeah, they're getting, it's getting louder. Again. Yeah. Um, sticking on Memorial stadium. You think anybody's ever had a better night in Memorial stadium than you did? Oh man. It's, it'd be hard to top. I get, you know, you said that and I just got chills to be honest. And I'm, Oh man. Uh, yeah, that was one of the better nights of my life. I can say with confidence, it was just, um, living in a movie. Yeah. Living in a movie. So let's, let's set the stage for the people that don't know. Doll coaches at yep. Omaha West side, uh, mm-hmm. which there's how many classes in the state of Omaha or the state of Nebraska? Yeah. So, um, from largest to smallest, it goes A, B, C1, C2, D1, D2. So we're class A. So the, the largest. And there's class. no nine man or eight man in Nebraska? Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, there is? Below D2. Yeah. Okay. Below D2. There's, there's, uh, I think eight and there might be six. I think there is six. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So they got a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of small towns holding on in rural America. But, anyways, um, so you played the Gretna Dragons, is that correct? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Gretna Dragons, the make believe mascot. Yeah, it is. Uh, the, you played them a year ago too in the in the state championship game. Real right. real tight game. Came down to the wire. What was the final of that game where you guys lost two final, years ago? Final of that game was three to seven. Yeah, if, I don't, if I'm remembering correctly, I tried to try to blank that one out. And, I do not have football autism like you. I yeah. do not have the. That, that it'll, gift of it'll pay off someday. So. Um, and if I remember right, they cheated a little bit, huh? You always try to you always try to get me all riled up like this and say that, but they had some ineligibility um, deals going on that came came to light after the game. So, yeah, one of the receivers wasn't eligible to be playing because he wasn't in the district long enough. So, yeah. So they yeah. cheated. Yep. Okay. That's call what, it, call it what you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll call it cheating here on this program. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward a year, Westside gets them again. The state championship. I mean, it's at Memorial Stadium. Just walk us through through the day, through going against Gretna. Because you, do you guys play Gretna in the regular season or no? No, both seasons back to back. So you're on a two year um, rotation with with schedules. So, Home and away uh, for two we, years. <clears throat> yeah, didn't didn't play them at all throughout the regular season or postseason. Um, yeah, bracket just happened. Tournament bracket happened to work out that we we're on separate sides both years. Um, and yeah, that uh, this year coming up to it, it was just unfinished business. Kind of our motto that. I mean, I guess every program has when they fall short the year before, uh, foot by foot type of thing. Because we, two years ago, flashing back, we were we had a chance to win final seconds. We were one foot. We were at the goal line and and got stuffed. Um, it was ISO and the center blocked the wrong guy. But anywho, it's tough. Um, yeah, it's tough. 
but no, it was it was electric. It was awesome. Uh, so two years ago, the score totaled like ten points, and this year, this past year, each team had I don't even know uh, fourteen points within the first three minutes. I mean, it was quick hitter after quick hitter, and ended up being a super high scoring game, and yeah, just absolutely electric. There's no other way to say it. No. Um one of the best high school football games I've ever watched. I I mean, I don't know that I've seen a better one. I mean, even watching last year's, I know that a lot of people get bored when games are 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 tight like that, but if you love the game, you got to respect the defensive battles too where nobody's right. able to do anything. Um but just uh we'll give us a give us a walk through of of the last five seconds of that game. Yeah. Last five seconds. Um, I mean, there's, there's D two and D one players going head to head in a high school football game on, in one of the biggest stadiums in college football. Um, so that alone is like, Holy cow, this is, this is just men playing against each other. Uh, so that's really, really sweet. And then, yeah, you said one of the best games ever in high school, um, that you've seen in a high school game, and yeah, I would I'm biased, but I would agree. I mean, I was scrolling Twitter weeks afterwards, yeah. and like or Twitter and TikTok, and these accounts that I've never heard of are showing the showing the last five seconds um, that that you're talking about. But anyways, it was uh, we got the ball back um, and a kickoff. They scored with oh gosh, a little over a minute. If I'm remembering, you honestly would remember better than I would. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, just a little little over a minute. minute. Um, And this is where we're at with our special teams, with our kicker, um, who's going to be kicking in Memorial for the next several years. But we just said if we get, you know, we get to the 35-yard line, we'll we'll be good. The opposite 35 will be good. So having that in a high school game is wild. Yeah. Um, But they did. Yeah, they, they grinded and great play calling by our OC and just a lot of heart and, you know, the pain of an entire year of falling short, I guess, um, you know, propelled the guys to do what they needed to do, set up a 40 some yard field goal um, for our, for our kicker and perfect snap by our snapper who is going to Nebraska, perfect hold by our punter who's going uh, to play D2 football and, Right down the uprights for our for our kicker who's going to play at Nebraska. So yeah, uh, Tristan Alvano, right? Yep, that's right. Absolutely. Uh, he'll probably haunt the Big Ten for the next four to five years. Um, yeah, it it stinks a little bit because I I and I had conversations with him. Um, the Huskers have lost to the Hawkeyes by three points a number of times in this little Hawkeye run. Yeah. Um, so yeah. That, Knowing that that could be out the window and that would be happy and sad for me is is conflicting. That's a tough spot to be in for sure. Uh, yeah, never a doubt on on that last kick. He went five for five on the day, right? Yeah, uh, set some records. Yep, yep. What were they like? What was the shortest one? I mean, four of them were over forty, weren't they? Yep, four of them were over forty, and I think the shortest one was like twenty eight or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's almost a surefire. Walsh, if you ask Blair Walsh, 28, 28 isn't uh, it's no chip shot. No, it's not. It's not. I was there, lived at Cole's game in Philly history. I know. Um, I know you were tough. There. That hurts a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 
it was incredible to watch to see just I mean just to know that you got to live that and experience that. Then is that the first state championship you've won? You won at Westside? Uh no, we won in um 2020 as well, the COVID year. Cuz you guys uh, played a regular through. season in COVID, right? Yeah, we got a we eked out a regular season, uh full season, full postseason. Um and yeah, won it. So Westside's been to the state championship uh, four years in a row now. Yeah. Runners up, champions, runners up, champions. Yeah. So congrats on the runners up this year. Just historical trends. Uh, you want to get some future <laughs> bets on some Nebraska high school football? Uh, <laughs> Omaha Westside to win in the state to lose in the state championship. So there you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, what a I mean, what a moment! I couldn't imagine so much fun, so much fun to watch. You experience that in Excel and watch the West Side Warriors every week. That was a ton of fun. And then I guess to kind of transition here, uh, you're doing something that a lot of teachers are doing. Not to get it super serious here, and you can talk about it as little or as much as, as you want, but a lot of people are leaving education. And I guess what's your why? I know that this is something you wanted to do, right? Obviously, you went to school to be a teacher, and teachers impacted you. And so... What's your why for, yeah, maybe this is the right time to get out. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I don't know. I, I guess just lost passion or don't know that I ever had the passion for it. And I was just kind of, I mean, the kids have gotten crazier. Um, and that's, it's not on them. It's COVID for sure. I would, I would absolutely blame it on COVID and, and, I don't even know that I would blame your, their parents because I don't know what the right way to raise a kid during COVID would have been. But yeah, there's it's gotten more difficult. Uh, I've gotten less passionate about it, and I started being the uh, the teacher who was only teaching because he was coaching. And I kind of always promised myself I wouldn't be that guy. Yeah. Um. So, and I didn't want to manufacture passion for 30 more years of my life. You know. Um, and then I look at honestly, Ben, like you taking a leap and Jeff taking a leap and guys that I'm real close with just kind of sticking their necks out there and just doing it, you know? Um, and yeah, that, that truthfully played a part in it. And I mean, I'm super glad that it did. I'm pumped for the future. So, yeah, no, I am too. I just know that it's a big, <clears throat> it's a big talking point in our society and our circles, especially right. Like, where I'm coaching at, there's a more off-campus coaches than there are on-campus. Uh, I think that, I mean, obviously, I've always been an off-campus coach. Uh, I wanted to become a teacher because I wanted to coach, right? That was kind of, like, why I was going back to school. And then, yeah, COVID happened, and I was like, I don't even know if I want to do that. And you're right. You kind of manufacture that job right to to do something you love and that's not that's not fun either what you're coaching elementary right teaching you're sorry yeah teaching um middle school yeah, yeah. middle school seventh seventh and eighth grade okay so junior high kids what's the what's the biggest change that you've seen pre-covid to now in that age group of kids um attention span yeah um um I would say like mental stamina, just like reading, reading something real simple and just even speaking 
about what they thought about it, let alone asking them to write something like a sentence or two about yeah. what they thought about it. I mean, you would think to some kids, it's like me asking them to chop off their arm and tie it in a knot. Like it's, it's, uh, it's wild. Um, just because they didn't for a good two years, they didn't have to do any of that stuff. So yeah, it's mental stamina and attention span for sure. It's so wild to think back. I know we made the joke at the beginning, like, yeah, I'd take another two weeks to flatten the curve, right? Whatever. But to think about, like, the educational side of it. I mean, what was your day-to-day like, Dalton? I don't even remember. Like, I remember, obviously, I couldn't do anything with the kids as far as football-wise. And, like, I know what that did to my program. Like, I felt like we had finally turned the page. We won our first road playoff game in 20 years, right? Like, we're on the up and up. Everybody was bought into the weight room. I was like, yes, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. COVID happens, can't see the kids, now nobody gives a shit. Um, So in your world of, like, teaching, like, what was it like teaching online for two years? Yeah, it was was, um, wild, uh, to say the least. I mean, to be quite honest, I really didn't do a whole lot. Like, it it, just nobody knew what to do. Right. and I, I wasn't, I'm, I'm an elective teacher, so I don't teach uh, a class that gets state tested. I don't have like a real strong uh, <clears throat> tie to standards and whatnot. That's just educational jargon. But long story short, like I, I didn't have a whole lot of guidance. So I didn't, we didn't really know within my group what to do. So we gave them some interactive slides every day and we checked in with them and, then I fished and played video games the rest of the day. <laughs> what a life. What a life. I, I mean, I, I, I'll tell anybody in the world, COVID was my dream. It really was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It, I mean, I would check in. I'd wake up normal time, check in, do some teaching till like 11, maybe noon. And I'd go fishing. And then, you know, we'd play video games until 4 a.m. So you didn't have to like check in with the kids afternoon. Like, did you not have afternoon classes or like you would just be like, here's the homework, do it whenever you want. It's almost like doing like online college classes. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it ended up being. Um, and then stuff just didn't get done. The kids just didn't do it because they're not college kids. Right. right. Um, because the way our district did it was they prioritized the math and the reading and the like in the writing and the science and stuff. Um, and all the other classes was like, when you have time, do this. So it's like, we're not going to pile it on. Um, I distinctly remember one of our administrators saying like elective classes, don't, don't give out a ton of work. Like don't, don't do a whole lot. Okay. Twist my arm. So <laughs> it's like green light. All right. Great. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how that went, but it was a ride for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I couldn't, I mean, I know everybody's job changed, right? I mean, everybody's was different in any industry. I don't care what it was, but that's the first time I've really talked to a teacher about like, what was that like? And just so wild. So do you guys have snow days now or is that gone too? What do you mean? Like, so like. Back home, I see all the time, like, they, it like, so let's say we're, like, a regular scheduled snow day, right? They have oh, e-learning yeah. day now. Oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, OPS, Omaha Public Schools, they do that, um, but I'm my district's not OPS. We're a separate district within Omaha, 
Um, and our superintendent said, snow days are snow days. We're not going to do e-learning stuff. So yeah, we're, we're lucky. We don't have to do any of that stuff. What a hero that, I don't know, man or woman is. Um, yeah, he's the, he's the real MVP for that. That's great. That is, that is nice. Cause I, you know, I thought about that, like seeing that stuff all the time. I'm like, what a, a takeaway of childhood, right? Like there, it's already so different from when we were kids where you had to watch the news and wait for, you know, U.S. to come across, and I was F, little right? little banner on the bottom. Yeah, yeah you're just like two hours late, two hours late, to closed, like, boom, you just jacked up, right? Yep. You got a whole day of whatever. But now these kids, they just get alert on their phone, or there's a voicemail that gets sent out. Like, all that excitement's gone. And then you rob that, and you're like, hey, you don't have to come to school, but you still got to go to school. Yep. I mean, that would be terrible. Yeah, it'd be awful, for sure. Yeah, no thanks. So I won't touch on it a ton because it's your story, but um, one to ten, how juiced up are you for this next opportunity in life? Oh, I'm ten. Yeah, eleven maybe if I really think about it. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna <clears throat> I'll be working at Huddle, um, which some of your listeners might know what it is. Um, some may not. I know you've had a lot of coaches on; they absolutely know what it is. Um, but Huddle's a video analysis company for uh specifically sports uh started out with high school but now is kind of getting into the college um recruiters certainly use it um for for recruiting athletes but yeah i'm super pumped to pivot into that i mean it really kind of focuses on one of my passions and now i'll be helping coaches um help kids and um yeah really really pumped for this opportunity super super grateful that it kind of fell into place never a doubt i knew when you applied easy easy getting that job i can't wait to have a direct line to huddle for when something goes wrong that's what i'm excited about to call yeah, in really and just do. chew somebody's ass and that's gonna be you and you got nothing yeah, you to really do, with do. It. don't give my number to uh to your buddies that's no, all i will that's all I'll say. <laughs> uh it is funny to hear some like i mean I don't know if you remember, like, two years ago, Huddle had, a like, a server go down, and nobody in the nation could upload film. And I know, like, uh, I don't, I could look back at the emails, but there was a certain guy that I dealt with at Huddle, right? Was a sales guy. He sent out an email that Monday and was like, hey, you know, I apologize. It's really like I have zero control over the servers. Like I've been absolutely bombarded with calls and emails. And like this was what I thought was the easiest way to get back to everybody. And it's just so funny to like think of that. And like, like you go to a restaurant and the food is undercooked and you chew the waitress's ass like. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like people whose fault it, it isn't always take the brunt. Always. Yeah. So it's great. I hope you're ready for that, doll, is what I'm trying to prepare you for. Hey, I'm a, I've been a middle school teacher. I don't know if my skin can get any more thick. That's so, true. yeah, it's, uh, we'll, we'll be just fine. Okay. We'll be all right. Another scale of one to 10, how much are you going to miss dealing with parents? Uh,. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna circle any number. I don't. I've never really, to be truthful, in my five or so years of teaching, ever had a ton of parent conflict, which I know is is kind of crazy. But that is crazy. Yeah. Good for you. That's yeah, incredible. It's not. Uh, I'm not getting out of teaching because I don't like the kids or because parents are driving me out. Um, and yeah, I think that's a 
that's evidence of that. I've never really had. Now you get some parents who are just freaking nuts and they'll curse you out on email, but then you just don't reply to that email and right. you reply, you know, a day later and then all of a sudden they're human again. So yeah, I don't know. I, I've never really had those, those horror stories that some teachers have. No, thankfully, so that's good. That's good for you. Uh, you're probably like the only person in the history of ever. So congrats. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know you, I know you, uh, yeah, you had your fair share, but that was a totally different, uh, yeah, there was like gasoline just waiting for a spark in that situation. Oh, yeah. I just actually pulled up an email the other day because I wanted to laugh. And I'll share it. I mean, I could probably read it, but um, it was the year of COVID. And it was one parent, and the string of emails was great. And uh, it was like the first part was when they had heard that the Truman kids didn't get to play and uh, no decision had been made at all, and she just sent me an email, just absolutely lighting me up, whatever. And then I decided later, you know, I was like, well, we're not going to play until all the schools are together and can play whatever because we're the co-op. So then circle back around, they let us play in, like, September. So the Fairmont Sentinel comes out. I take a picture of the seniors in their practice jerseys, right? They're doing this right up. And then they ask me about people, Right. And they asked me about, you know, what's Owen Walter going to do? What's killed? Like all the players that are coming back that are going to be big players. And this mom sends me the picture of the article and then cussing me out for, I don't know, probably 2,000, 3,000 characters because I never once talked about her son. And her son's name wasn't anywhere in the newspaper. And I just responded and said, I don't publish the Fairmont Sentinel, period, send back. So I do, I mean, I've always been a confrontational guy. I do miss a little bit of confrontation like that because it's like, okay, well, pull your head out of your ass, right? Like uh, one time the guy told me he was going to take me in front of the school board because his son hit a teacher and I kicked his kid off the football team. And I was like, all right, well, let's go, let's go in front of the school board and let's say this out loud together. You're going to take me in front of the school board because I kicked your son off the football team because he hit a teacher. I was like, yeah, I'll probably go the way you want it to. Like, it's just, I mean, I miss that a little bit. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that, have a buffer now because I'm not the HC, right? But that stuff's, uh, that stuff's, it's fun stuff sometimes, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Love me some confrontation. Have you, yeah, so I've always kind of wondered that. Have you just always had that skill where, you don't elevate situations, but you don't shy away from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably a poor way of saying that. Uh, I think I've always just been really good at being a smart ass and I've always been really good at words. And so if you can combine the two together and then it's like, you're just a, you're a hero in everybody's eyes almost, you know, like, I mean, you listen to me talk almost every day. Well, not, we don't play vids as much, but I don't think a lot before I talk. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Most of the time, it's just funny. Like, I'm just, you know, I just say what literally comes to my brain. It just spits right out, right? So, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a gift. Uh, it's a talent. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just because I'm a smartass, and I've just become a more respectable smartass in time, I think, is, is the biggest thing. You can kind of, like I said, the better you are with words, you can be a little more condescending in your words, and then just use it to your advantage. Yep, no, I get it. So transitioning a little bit, um, 
you did not have a baby while you were playing video games with us. But I did not. You do have a child. And what what is Dalt what is dad Dalton dad life like? Oh man, it's the greatest gift. It is it is the best. There's there's really no words. It's like, yeah, it's it's great. You always have something to look forward to. Yeah. Always have something to look forward to. Um yeah, I get I don't even know what else to how else to describe it. It's yeah, it's it's wonderful. Absolutely. No, it's so fun to walk. I mean, not just you guys, but all of my friends who have kids now. Uh just watch them from afar, right? Like just the stories you share, the videos you guys share of everybody. Like and I think like especially in the con squad, because outside of obviously Ty and I, everybody else's kids are at very different stages too, right? Like Justin's Pretty new to the world, right? Fresh, wet behind the ears still, Logan is. And uh, then there's Luca and Tatum, and they're both about two, right? I mean, close. And so they're obviously, like, in that, like, learning words and, like, figuring things out, like, as they go. And then you got Jocelyn and Jackson, and they're... They're full bore, right? They're they're eight, you know, they're ready to run. They got they got this thing figured out. They can do everything already. But like you guys washing the Jeep last weekend, like those videos were hilarious and how she won't she just won't drive it. Yeah. Well, nobody wants to ride in a in a dirty vehicle. That's fair. Um, That's fair. So Good we, on her for having to, some standards. We had to wash her little uh um battery operated jeep before she'd get in and drive it you know dip our toe in the water before we dive in yeah is there a reason she's scared of it or she just doesn't well tatum had it has a jeep at at uh their grandparents house and luca accidentally one time turned on the radio to it and i think it scared the hell out of her so now she's kind of i mean she even got in this jeep and pointed at the radio and yeah, she's she's like I, not touching. Yeah, not touching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you, she knows. Yeah, she's not about it. Uh, do you have a good? You have a good becoming a dad story like Mez? Like, did you tell Marty to wait in the car? You got to take a shower and drink a couple beers before you can head into the hospital, or was it just pretty standard? Uh, like, hey, Marty's having a baby. We're going to the hospital. So it was not. <clears throat> it was not uh, a set the controller down and go take a shower uh, type of story like like Ryan and Shelby's, but. Marty was actually scheduled to get induced. Um, God, I think it was at like seven or something PM, uh, something like that. And the doctor called and said they were they were busy, so they pushed it back, pushed it back, kept pushing it back, and it ended up being like ten PM. Um, and like I just didn't know what to do with my body anymore. So <laughs> you're literally waiting around for your life to change. Um, and that's like a feel and you know, it's going to change. And that's a feeling that I've never felt before. So I just went to the garage and started vacuuming the car. Like I spot cleaned the car and, and, you know, I, that thing was just glimmering with how clean it was. Um, so no, we didn't have the, oh shit moment. It's happening. And then jump in the shower and go, uh, baby in a lobby story. But we did have the, uh, yeah, we we got postponed quite a bit. Come to find out, it was the it was like the top baby delivering night in in hospital history. So that's why we kept getting pushed back. Interesting is uh, yeah. is cleaning something nervous? Dalt always does. 
Yeah, I usually do. I got to do something with my hands when, yeah, when, when I'm anxious or something, I do weird stuff. Like one time my father-in-law got uh, put in the hospital. He actually ran into a train. He'll like to hear that on, on the pod. He ran into a train, a moving train, went to the hospital. I was all nervous and stuff. So I went and bought like seven waters from a vending machine. Just weird shit like that. I, <laughs> like I can't just sit, <laughs> I can't just sit still and, and, uh, and, you know, sit in the moment. I just do weird shit. So. No, that's, I mean, hopefully, I mean, the seven, was seven the exact number? It was a lot because <laughs> weeks later we got our, our, we were looking at our bank statements and it was a, it was, must've been a company out of Mankato, Minnesota. And it was like charge for 120, charge for 120, charge for 120. And I had heard like when your shit gets hacked, they just take little increments to see if you're paying attention and then they take it all. And I yeah. was like, Oh shit, they're trying to, you know, we're getting hacked, but come to find out. Yeah. That, that vending machine company was from Mankato and all those charges were bottles of water. So. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, so you and Marty high school sweethearts, right? Correct. I have that story, right? Well, probably actually, I think yeah. it's actually longer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She walked behind me in preschool graduation. You know, that's not when the flame was lit, but, uh, you know, we, we go way back middle school. We were in the same homeroom in, in our middle school. Um, um, that's when I started making moves. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, in, into high school, kind of sophomore year end of freshman year, sophomore year on never really looked back. So, and then you guys both went to Wayne state. Wayne State in Wayne, Nebraska, not Wayne, not Wayne State University. Wayne State University is in Detroit. Oh, uh, Wayne State College is in um, is in Wayne, Nebraska. Yeah. Very different places. Very, yeah, yeah. Wayne, Nebraska to Detroit, probably a little different. A little bit I, different. Uh, I had a college class with an exchange student from Egypt. Uh, and he sat down next to me the first day and we got to talking and, and I was like, so how'd you decide on, you know, Wayne state college? Like, why are you in Wayne, Nebraska? You know, you're from Egypt. What are you doing here? And he said, well, I was filling out my paperwork. I thought I was filling out for Wayne state university. <laughs> so this dude, and he didn't know that he wasn't going to Detroit until he was in like Sioux city, Sioux city, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, uh, he was sorely disappointed um, for that, for that, those couple of years. That would be tough. Um, I probably, probably hit the transfer portal, to be honest, if I thought I was going to Detroit. How big's Wayne? Probably 10,000 people, maybe. Oh, I mean, if you include the college, yeah. If you don't include the college, just like five. Yeah. Maybe. That's tough. Maybe. What did you guys do on a, on a weekend night there in Wayne? Uh, drank. Yeah. I mean, studied. <laughs> I mean, I just couldn't even imagine. It's it. It is a tiny little town. I know the school. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Is it because Marty was going there, or what? What made you want to go? Yes. So super cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Marty was going there. Uh, it's a it's a really good teacher college. Okay. Um, um, all those reasons. A good distance from home. Uh, it's like an hour away about two and a half hours away from our hometown hour away from Sioux city. Um, so I really like that distance, sure. but yeah, not a ton to do, but I love, I mean, I loved it. 
I love my college experience connecting me with some of the greatest people that I know. So yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that's, I mean, that's fun. Uh, you did not play college athletics. You did find your love for coaching while you were at college though. Uh, yep. how did that go? Uh, yeah. So I started coaching while I was at Wayne. I started coaching for the high school team that was in Wayne. Um, so that was really, really cool. The head coach there was, um, he had been a, a graduate assistant at TCU. So he had some really good experience. So I learned a ton from him and yeah, just kind of took off from there, coached all through college, worked at a, a feed lot, um, Hell yeah. going to school too. So yeah, great experience there. Absolutely. Uh, what, what do you think your favorites? I know I'm just kind of trying to take this thing full circle here because, um, I've been pretty vocal. Like I'm extremely thankful for the COD squad. Granted, uh, two of my closer friends for life, right? Like I've known Ty and Justin since I was in the fifth grade. Um, so, but just our little group is kind of odd. Jeff's like 67 years old. And then you're like 19, I think now. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's a wide range of, of ages. Um, some close to collecting social security. Some will never see it. Um, so <laughs> what do you like, what are you most thankful for about, about the squad? Cause it is like, it's just this ragtag group of dudes that I never thought I would communicate with every day. And every time my phone goes off, Ton's like cod squad, cod squad. And I'm like, yeah. And like even Marty, when she shared that you were on, um, Jeff's pod, she's like part of the COD squad. If you know, you know. Like, it's kind of becoming like this little lower thing. And then every time we do something or talk about the COD squad on a pod, my favorite thing is people want to get in, and you can't. You can be yeah, an alternate. You told us. You told us that, or did I hear it on a? Did you talk about it on another pod that people want in? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, it's it's closed. We got we got a closed party. There's no, no vacancy. Appreciate the applicants, but uh, uh, we got a pretty good thing going here. We do. You know, seven's a, seven's a crowd. It is. And the I think the weirdest thing is that of all that time, all those different people we played with, like I don't know if we played with anybody from Sheldon at any point. I would assume so. I mean, I would assume at we, some we point. Have, yeah. Like there would have been like, you were like, hey, I got a guy that's on, right? Like to fill a squad. But at some yeah. point, those six broke away and decided like, nope, this is our, this is our little group. And it's just so weird that that's how it, how it worked out. But I mean, yeah. What do you, I guess, what are you most thankful for having internet friends that you've met in real life? Well, you haven't met all of them. You don't know if Justin's or Jeff exists technically. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I met Jeff the same way that we're talking right now, but that's about it. But yeah, I mean, I said it earlier, um, we, we are like the best BSers in the world. I mean, we'll, we'll just say some awful mean stuff to each other, not mean it obviously, but you know, just get at each other. Um, and then the, the same, in the same minute, we'll just be lifting each other up for our successes or, you know, offering advice or, um, you know, everything in between. It's great. we got a lot of similar interests um, and the odds that, I mean, you said it, there's millions of, of people that play online and we met through one mutual connection who um yeah, don't even don't even play with it. I mean, yeah, it's, I know. Just, it's just wild how it all kind of 
shook out uh and, but i can't be more grateful it's 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 great it's great we got the bikes we got all the other sports in between and then we hop on and blow off some steam once or twice a week and yeah it's it's awesome we don't have to pay for therapy that's right that's right we have group therapy it is great thankful for the squad uh yeah i, I will touch on that how much fun did you have sports betting this year because i just like the world to know Man, sports betting can be fun by yourself, but do it with some of your best friends and you all ride a wave together. Coolest thing in the world. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I don't know that you've actually touched on it on a, on a different pod. So I will, we have a, a group message called the con squad. And we also have a group message, um, that season by season, the name changes, but it's dedicated fully to gambling. Uh, same people, same six people are in both group messages. <laughs> it's, it's pretty pathetic, but we like to prioritize and we're serious about this. So, uh, it, it deserves its own message, but no, it's been, it's been so much fun. I give a shit about games and players that I would have normally never, ever, ever cared about. And I'm doing it with, uh, guys that are a shit ton of fun. So yeah, you, you can't complain about it. Not a whole lot better than throwing a buck in, picking a couple anytime touchdown scores, turn it into thirteen hundred bucks, fourteen hundred bucks, whatever it was, going crazy, doing it like seven weeks later again, going crazy, and then riding a wave, I mean, all the way through the Super Bowl the entire season. And then we get a wild hair and we're like, Hey, let's uh Let's let's throw a. I mean, how excited? I mean, I was super excited opening day baseball. I thought we were going to run it back. Oh yeah, odds oh, yeah. were not in our favor. I think we had six bucks to win like one hundred and five thousand dollars, which would have been a dope seventeen grand payday for all of us. But I mean, just it's just so much more fun when it's like, yeah, the boys are in on a bet together. Like it's and we're each throwing in a dollar. Like that's I think yeah. the most fun. It's not like we're reckless degenerates here. We put in a dollar. A buck, yeah, you know, and and it's fun. All our girls are in. I mean, I I, I know Taunts, and I, I mean, she's like, I know Marty is like, yeah. well, who who's everybody got? Who who am I? Who do I got a roof for? And and all that. So that's a blast. But no, in in terms of excitement levels from top to bottom, it would go Luca being born, me being married, you know, us hitting on our first anytime touchdown. Wow, <laughs> no, and then maybe like. Get my license and then state championships after that. Number so, yeah, three it, on the list. It's pretty big. It, that was big. That was big. I, I think I mean, back to that day. I, I I told people when it happened. I mean, I was so excited. You know, like I think that for that Monday at work, everybody's like, "You have a good weekend." I'm like you'll never believe this. Bet five bucks. <laughs> we won fourteen hundred dollars. As one guy, Kevin at work, he's like, "You do that enough, you can quit your job." And I was like, yeah, for sure. It's really hard to do. Um, it shouldn't have happened, but it was so dope. Uh, I know people are just like so lost and I don't understand it, but I wish I could, I, I could telestrate that day from start to finish. No problem. I will never forget. I'm with you. Like it shouldn't be a significant day in time. I will never forget the totality of that day and the days oh, yeah. leading until the day I die. No, I, and I wish I wish I could give that joy to everybody that I meet because oh my god, that was that was so much fun. That was so much fun. And I can't tell you. I mean, I know I know who everybody took. 
But the night before when Maz was like, yeah, Alexander Madison, I was like, boy. I was so pissed. I, I was, was so too. pissed. I was like, what are you thinking? Have you ever watched? And then we had like seven Vikings in, in our in our six-leg parlay. I'm like, <sighs> or a five-leg. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, we Knock it off. That first game was tough. Maz took Alexander Madison. Smart guy. He was actually the first touchdown of the weekend. So, um, yeah, that hit. Jeff. I think Chris Olave hit like the next or a couple series later, and then we needed yep. JJ, and he finally hit late. You picked Austin Eckler several times this year, but that was one of Austin Eckler's like twenty-seven touchdown games. So we were good there. Yep. Like he scored two or three times. Then old Bob Tanyan, oh, what a ride! I remember being at Fry's, and you guys are texting me. You're like, "Where's Bob? Where's Rob Tanyan? He's not in the game." And so I'm on he Twitter. Wasn't. He I know wasn't in the game. He played like five snaps the entire day, and I'm looking on Twitter, and I'm like, why isn't Rob Tanyan playing? Like, did he get hurt? Is he a healthy scratch? I was so sad. And then literally we got home from the grocery store, turn on that TV, 85 jersey stands up, touchdown. I'll tell you what, that's whose DMs you need to slide into. You need to slide into old Rob Tanyan's DMs, get him on the pod, tell him everything Everything we've been able to do since because of his hard work. Yeah, his one touchdown this year. I, that's the truth. I don't think he scored more than one this year. I think that's the only touchdown he scored all year. It's the only one that mattered. It's it the is. the only one that mattered. So shout out Bob Tanya. He plays for the Bears now. Tough luck, but better than the Packers. All right, Dalt. I know you got stuff going on tonight. I know. Uh, I appreciate you being on. Can't tell you enough. But before we're done, this is going to be out, I don't know, two or three weeks, something. I We're way ahead. It's cool. Um, number one, does Lamar Jackson play for the Minnesota Vikings next year? It would be so, so, so cool. Oh, my God. I don't think he does. But the fact that there is a slight chance of a whisper, yeah, how exciting is that? Oh, it's a, it's incredible. I, it makes me so juiced up that we can even that it's just like ticking in our brains, like Lamar, 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 Lamar. Yep, yep. Okay, so you you if you had to put it on a percentage scale, where are you at? Twenty seven percent. I love that. That's. Better than a quarter. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Early, per, early, early season, the Vikes win totals out. Okay. It's at eight and a half right okay. now. What do you think? I'll, I'll let you take the over under. If you want to throw a number on it, go ahead. I'll take over and I'll take, uh, God, I'd have to look at the schedule. Um, first one that popped in my head was 11. Okay. I like that. I got to see what we get in the draft. We got, I mean, we got some, obviously we got some key vacancies um, after free agency, but yeah, I got to, I got to have some looks. So yeah, we do have some holes to fill. We do. Well, Dalt, I appreciate you. I love you, brother. Uh, Hey, real quick, real quick before you wrap it up. I don't know when it's coming out, um, but huge props to you this morning. I looked and I listened through to your, your second podcast with the, with the sneakerhead. Um, and I mean, the leaps that you've taken through this, I mean, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. And I mean, coming up on Sunday, it's been one year 
since you kind of pushed this ship out into the sea. So uh, congrats, dude. It's it's huge. I look forward to it every Tuesday morning. Um, huge supporter. Uh, I love you, brother. Uh, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Anytime. I can't wait to do a live one with the boys. I think that would be a hoot. Probably be 27 episodes. We'll just have to cut them up into little hour segments so we don't lose people. If we do, that's fine. I uh, appreciate you doing this with me. I We will do one in person because you got shortchanged on a Zoom. Um, but we will, uh, we'll talk soon. Love you, Dalt. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate everybody at home. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars. Be good, everybody. The grass is only green the way you